Hello, everybody. Oh, God. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Foods, Dudes, and Moods. Um, today is, in my opinion, a very interesting topping. Topping? <laughs> I think my mind's on food. Okay, but our interesting topping today... Fuck, did I say topping again? <laughs> How many times are you going to say topping in this episode? Our most, our interesting topic for today is traveling while on a bit, budget. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God, this is such a clusterfuck. While on a budget, because we are some broke-ass bitches um, that would like to see the world, however, can't afford it. So we eat ramen for a few weeks, and then we get to travel the world. We ramen, and then we rage in. Yeah, so we're going to share some of our tips and tricks and um, what we've done in the past, and we're going to go from there. Yeah, sounds exciting. I'm excited for all of our toppings. I'm so excited for these toppings. Oh, my God. Okay. Bring on the toppings, Lisa. Start it. <laughs> All right. What do we want to start with first? Uh, flights, I guess, right? Because, I mean, like, you're not going anywhere if you're not getting on a fucking flight. Well, unless you're going on, like, a road trip, which, I mean, we'll probably get into, too, but, like, most yeah. chances are if you're going on a trip, you're going to fly there, obviously, because yeah. all the best places you got to fly to. So but You forgot about something. What did I forget? You gotta pick a destination before you go. I think I just assume that everybody decides their destination months in advance, like I do. Like, I already know where I want to go in, like, the next five years. Like, don't you have, like, a top few places that you want to go? Yeah, but my top... You want to go there next. Yeah, but my top few places, like, changes continuously. Like, my top few places right now, by next week, because I have the attention span of a goldfish, will be on, like, five different locations. Okay, but, like, I know that, like, in the next few years, I want to go to, like, Hong Kong. That's, like, a, I really want to go. Um, Hong Kong okay. is a really big one. I really want to go to, like, the southern U.S. in, like, probably three years. Like, not anytime soon. But, like, the southern U.S. is, like, a really big one. More Europe is probably mm-hmm. another big one. I want to go to Mexico finally at some point. Because You've never been to Mexico? has never been to Mexico. No, I've only been to fucking Bahamas. Which, I mean, like, it's fine and it sounds great. And, like, ooh, I've been to Bahamas. But, like, who's never been to... It's, like, $800 to fly to Mexico for an all-inclusive week from Canada. And I still have been living life. Mexico is awesome. I know. I want to go so badly. So, like, things like that. But anyways, yeah, you pick a destination. Wherever the (laughs) fuck you want to go, you pick where you want to go first. And then you pick how you're going to get there. So, are you going to drive there or are you going to take a flight? You're probably going to take a flight. So, how? what I think for flights... Is you try to find the cheapest as possible. Google Flights is your best friend. Or Expedia. But you use Google Flights first. And you figure out your route. And then you go to Expedia and you find that route. Okay, yeah. For me, like, I would 100% recommend Expedia. I know a lot of people think that that's one of the most expensive places. But 
in my experience, I honestly feel like Expedia is one of the cheaper play, places to find flights and it's reputable. Yeah, I so. agree. I really like Expedia. I very rarely buy flights through airline websites no. or like third party websites like Cheapo Air or anything like that. And I yeah. never buy flights through Google Flights. Like I never buy it through there. I just look for my routing and then find it through Expedia because Expedia is almost always the cheapest they have their own like insurance that you can buy on your flights you have a cancellation that you can buy through them like yeah. it's actually like reputable I mean like hashtag not sponsored this is not sponsored by Expedia I just fucking love them <laughs> oh my god that's the dream I wish why is nobody sponsored by Expedia because everybody knows about Expedia it's like a household name but like everybody knows about everybody else's sponsors right now. Like everyone knows about HelloFresh, you know? Yeah, everybody knows about Honey too. Like Honey Audible. Like come I know. on, like everybody knows about them. I mean, like don't get me wrong. If any of these companies are listening, we'd love to be sponsored by you. But I mean, everybody's yeah. heard about these companies. Expedia would be such a good one. I would. Oh fuck yeah! You know what? I would pay them to sponsor us. Okay, no, we're bro- we're poor. <laughs> the whole point of this episode is traveling on a budget. What makes them think that we're rich enough to pay Expedia to sponsor this episode? True. Just pay for some of our flights and we'll be fine. Yes, one flight. I'd like to go to Vancouver, please. I want to go to Mexico via Vancouver. There we go. Done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've, you've chosen a location. Now you're finding cheap flights okay so this is what has worked for me i like expedia and what i've noticed is that the cheapest flights are sold on a tuesday or a wednesday have you noticed that too that is a real fact is it coming from a former travel agent it's a real fact okay don't know why there is no reasoning behind it i think maybe just like people don't buy things on tuesdays and wednesdays people are at work they're busy they're just whatever but just, like, like Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the cheapest. It's also okay, the cheapest perfect. days to fly out are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. And to Thursdays, depending where you're flying, but for the most part, Tuesday, Wednesday, like middle of the week. Perfect. Okay. So that's one of my recommendations is if you are looking for flights, um, I would look on a few different websites, but um, definitely Tuesday or Wednesday to purchase flights. Um, and then another thing, it really depends on where you're traveling to, but I think that traveling from big international hub cities is the cheapest way to go. Yeah. So, um, I'll give you guys an example of how I flew to Iceland. Um, instead of flying directly from like our hometown to Iceland where tickets were like 13, $1,400 for a flight. That's insane. I flew from my city in Alberta to London. And I ended up paying about $700 for flights. And then I don't know why Europeans are so goddamn blessed that their (laughs) international flights between European countries are so cheap that I flew from London to Iceland for, I kid you not, 40 euros. So cheap. So I was able to use that money for something completely different. Um, But if you are traveling anywhere in Europe, I would highly recommend that you fly into a big city and in my opinion I think London is the cheapest and then from London you can take any kind of flight going anywhere I think they have like EasyJet they have Ryanair over there I love Ryanair I've flown with them so many times and 
I, when I'm bored, I go online just to see how cheap I can find flights. And the cheapest flight I've ever found was, I think, from Paris to Greece for 18 euros. Oh, my God. That my makes God, me sick. Starbucks coffee costs more than 18 euros. And oh I can fly God. to a different country for that. I want that so badly. Like, living in I North America fucking coffee. sucks compared to that. No. For like, us to fly from Alberta to Vancouver, it's $600. And it's a 12-hour drive. Why are we paying $600 for flights? Even the U.S. has it better than us. Like, they can fly yeah. from East Coast to West Coast for, like, 100 or $200. You like you said, you can't even fly to Vancouver for fucking like cheaper. Like, show me cheaper than like five hundred bucks. I know I have to sell a kidney just to get to the next province over. It's ridiculous, and like also okay. So like same thing with going to Iceland. So like obviously I went to Iceland too. If you don't want to fly like all the way to the UK or like can't fly the UK for like whatever reason, um, I also did like from like our hometown to Toronto. And then from Toronto back to like back home for like one round trip ticket. And then I did a separate ticket from Toronto to Reykjavik and then Reykjavik back to Toronto. So I had two separate tickets round trip and total it came to like $750. We're like make this said like going from like our hometown to Reykjavik on like one ticket is like $1,300. So I saved myself 500 bucks right there. Yeah. And, like, literally was the same amount of flight time with the same airline. It was just, like, mm-hmm. cutting it in two, basically, which is ridiculous. $500? Like, that's insane. That please for, like, my Airbnb right there. Like, that's insane to me. I know. It's crazy. So, if you guys can divide flights somehow, like, that way, I would recommend it. Now, this is budget-friendly. It is not time-friendly. At no. no point did we save any time here. No. No, no. Yeah. I'm like the flight time was the same, but I waited 12 hours in Pearson Airport, which is like Toronto's airport. I waited 12 hours there, but that 12 hours is worth the $500 I saved in my mind. Because what else am I going to do? I'm just going to be sitting on a flight. Like, I might as well just sit at the airport, have some snacks, people watch a little bit, watch some Netflix. Like, who cares? Like, you're on vacation, just be on vacation wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't really care about, like, waiting a little bit um, and, you know, just spending some time at airports or even just going into the city where you're waiting, highly recommend it. I would divide your flight somehow. Um, And, yeah, just book separate flights. Like, you do not have to book full, like, direct flights. You can do connecting flights. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what would you recommend after that? I'm a friends traveler. You know, like I like traveling alone. Don't get me wrong. I do like in certain situations, but I think that like traveling with friends is a lot more fun. Yeah. Like I, I am, I don't, as much as I would love to be like, I'm an eat, pray, love person. Like, I don't think I am. I always think like, oh, I'm going to go on a trip for like a month to Europe and like I talk a big game and I'm like when I'm done school I'm gonna go on a trip for three months in Europe and I don't care if anybody wants to come with me like I talk a big game but seriously I don't I I, yeah like I don't think I could do it I've done my own like small solo trips but like being with friends is more fun you don't get lonely you have somebody Mm. to share those memories with and like you get to have a good time together don't get me wrong People who travel by themselves and, like, make new friends and make their new memories and, like, spread their wings on their own, like, 
I wish I could do that, but I, I can't do that. But I do think it's a really great idea. You probably save a bunch of money. Well, depending on what you're planning on doing, like if you're backpacking through Thailand, like you're probably saving at least a little bit of money. But like when you go with friends, like you, you save money on your hotel, your car, your food, depending maybe, but like you, you say you save a little bit, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) But if you go by yourself, you got to pay for everything out of your own pocket. That's like, eh, what do you feel like doing? Yeah, you kind of have to decide budget-wise. I do think that it is cheaper traveling with friends just because you can split the cost of, like, accommodations and car rentals and stuff like that. However, sometimes a solo trip is needed. But, um, yeah, you definitely have to decide whether you're you're doing a solo trip or a trip with friends. And that that's going to help you with your budget um, planning for sure. Um yeah, I've I've traveled. I've done both. I've done solo traveling, which I it was really needed. But I agree. I think traveling with friends is just so much more fun. Yeah, yeah. I like. I get it. Like sometimes you're like, I just need to get away from fucking everybody. Yeah. I just need to go. I need to go and see things. I need to go and just be alone, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, can you do that for a month? Like, do you think you you'd be able to travel alone by yourself for a whole month? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't. I say yeah. I can, but I know I can't. No, I can because um, I am, like, sheltered when I travel with friends, whereas, like, I don't push myself to go talk to people. But I am actually a fairly social person. I really enjoy talking to new people and I like being around new people. Um, and I feel like when I'm with friends, I, I don't do that because I'm like, eh, ew, you're gross. I have my own friends here. <laughs> but yeah. when I'm alone, I'm, I'm forced. Like, I don't want to spend my time by myself. So I'm forced to talk to someone. So I think I'd be okay for a month by myself. Um, however, I think I wouldn't miss, I think I would miss your stupid face. Mine? Yeah. Bitch, you went away for three days and you called me, like, the minute you got there. I know. There's a photo on your Instagram, a photo of you, of you FaceTiming me. I know. (laughs) In Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you guys about my my solo trip. I'm, I'm so stupid. So, I was going through something in my life where I just needed to, I just need a break. I needed to get out of the city. Um, and the cheapest place to fly to from my city is Las Vegas. So decided to book a solo trip to Las Vegas. I got to Las Vegas and I'm like, what the fuck do I do here by myself? I love to drink and gamble, but I didn't bring money to drink and gamble. So what was I supposed to do? I'm not going clubbing by myself in Vegas. I, already did this trip multiple times I've been to Vegas so many times like what am I supposed to do so I decided to go to sleep wake up early rent a car and I drove to Disneyland by myself so um while in Disneyland though they opened the new Star Wars area and I had to show you what it looked like who else am I gonna call like who else am I gonna talk to about Star Wars I know I'm still so sad I didn't go on that trip with you I'm but so you sad. did. You virtually went on that trip with me. I virtually, I was present. I was on my phone. 
And like, it was so funny. So like Magda like video called me and I was in class at the time, which is why I couldn't go because I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I, le- I literally left class to go in the hallway to FaceTime with Magda so I could see like the Star Wars land at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very jealous and very sad. When I taught about you, bitch. I kept you in my tots. That's very nice. I appreciate that. Thank you. okay so once you figure it out if you're traveling with friends or doing a solo trip in my opinion I think the next thing that you need to figure out is the goal of the trip even before accommodations I think honestly if you're going with people that you've never been on a trip with before or never traveled with before you should talk about that before you even look at flights nobody wants to look at flights and accommodation and everything and then figure out like oh, like, I want to go on this trip to, like, actually see things, and then your friend wants to go to literally just fucking party the whole time. Right, You know, you need to figure out if you're going to be compatible going on a trip together, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Like, I think it's, that's so important. You need to be like, are we going to have a good trip together? Because if I'm going to want to go and go to the Natural History Museum, and you're going to want to go and fucking get plastered every day, well, we're going to have a really shitty trip. How how do you think that we have done well on trips? Because I think our goals for trips are completely different. Like, no. I I think so. I feel like you're the type of person who, like, enjoys beauty. You want to go see some museums. You want to go see some nature. You want to have some good food. And I'm the type of traveler that wants to throw myself off of a cliff. Because we do a little bit of both. You know, I, I think I, that's why we travel so well together is because, like, during, like, the daytime, like... Like, we'll go to the museums and, like, we'll go and, like, go to the ocean and, like, look at the ocean and, like, go and, like, do stuff. And, like, sometimes I like to go do, like, adrenaline y things, like, go to Disneyland, for example, or, like, go for a hike in, in Iceland, like, things like that. Like, I like to do stuff like that. But anything that you want to do that's, like, adrenaline like that I don't want to do, I just wait in the car. <laughs> legitimately i'll just wait in the car i'm just happy to be present mom like yeah like i'll give you guys an example even just like disneyland which i don't think disneyland's like adventurous packed i don't think so i think that's more of like the chill kind of day but either even that when i go to disneyland my favorite ride is i think it's called the california screamer it's that fast roller coaster that goes upside down and that's a big nope yeah, Lisa's not into that. So she's the type of mommy that holds my purse. And my okay, but you know what? When we went to Disneyland, though, I went on that Guardians of the Galaxy drop ride. I told that myself before we went on that trip yeah. that I'm going to yeah. go on every single ride that I physically can go on. And I'm going to push myself to have fun on this trip. And guess what? I pushed myself onto that ride and now I have anxiety of falling. So I'm like, you're welcome. (laughs) No, you ain't got no bragging rights. That ride is nothing. There were little children. You're falling. You're free falling. Uh There's nothing to catch you. It's so terrifying. I had to hold my glasses. Like, that's how terrifying I was. Nope. Like, ugh. But you know what, though? Like, that's why I think we travel so well together is because, like, things that, like, I want to do, you'll go along with and be like, oh, like, this is important to you. Like, you want to do this. And then I do the same thing for you. Like, I respect that. I'm not like, no, like, I don't want to do that. So we're not doing that. Like, we'll mix together what both of us want to do. And there's Mm -hmm. never been a point where, like, either of us have been like, no, like, you want to do that. But, like, 
I don't want to. Let's not do that. Like, we accommodate each other, you know? You have to remember. Yeah, you have to remember that when you're traveling with friends, this is not your trip. It's not. You need to compromise. And hopefully everyone's able to squeeze in something they want to do. But you got to put your ego aside and just remember that, you know, there's other people around. But um, I do think, like, it's a good step to figure out what your goal is. Because I think that makes it easier for accommodations, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you're just going to be exploring the city and not renting a car, then it would be best to find accommodations inside the city in close proximity to what you want to do. Um, but, you know, like our goal for Iceland was to go explore nature and kind of get out of the main city and actually go see the island, right? Do the yeah. Golden Circle and everything else over there. So we were able to get accommodations further away from the city, which made it cheaper. And then we knew we needed to rent a car. So that definitely helps with accommodations. Um, then also, you got to figure out what type of accommodation do you want? Do you want Airbnb? Do you want a hostel? Um, do you want a hotel? Like knowing the number of travelers that you go with will probably help. If you are a solo traveler, it is 100% the best thing to get um, a hostel, in my opinion, because you're just paying for one bed. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that if you're traveling with like a larger group of people or even like two or three friends, um, then you can decide whether you want an Airbnb or a hotel. It really just depends on what your goal is, where you're planning on going and just finding a hotel or an Airbnb that's in decent proximity, right? I honestly think like if you're going with like a group of people, say like three people, depending where you're going, obviously, but like for the most part, I honestly think a hotel is the best bang for your buck. Because if you think about it, like, in Airbnb, okay, in Airbnb could be a really good option, but a lot of times, if it's going to be three people, it's going to be one queen-size bed and one couch. Somebody's already going to be stuck with the couch, which is super annoying. Um, If you go for a hostel, there's no rooms with three beds. No. You're going to be already in a room with, like, three, four, five, up to, like, 12 other – well, if it's, like, it's probably going to be 12 other women – because most people don't choose, like, the cohort rooms. But, and, like, that's a lot of people. And, like, depending where you are, that could be really annoying. So, yeah. for the most part, if you're, like, three people, chances are you're just going to get a hotel room. Plus, you have, like, all your stuff. You're going to want to all get ready together. Like, like you, it's going to be better for a hotel and probably the same price just to get a hotel versus an Airbnb or a hostel. And it's just going to work better. But you're right. Like, if it's just you... Airbnb or hostel all the way. It makes no sense to get a hotel. You're going to be paying like a hundred and some dollars, 200 some dollars a night. Like that's not worth it when you're by yourself. Like that's so expensive just to sleep there by yourself. You're not even making memories. Well, I mean, you could be making memories, but I mean, like when we came back from Iceland, I got a hotel by myself on like the flight back in Toronto. And like, I was so exhausted I was so exhausted from being around you and your sister. I needed a break. So I got a hotel by myself. I ordered myself some fucking dominoes. I watched 90 Day Fiance and I slept in the biggest, queen, comfiest bed ever. And it was amazing. So, you know, you got to pick your things. Since we're talking about 90 Day Fiance, I I didn't even know that show existed until like a week ago. I am obsessed. Oh, my God. Have you seen the guy with no neck? Ah, no neck, Ed. Yes! Oh my god! (laughs) That guy, I've never watched an episode and all I've seen is like memes online of this guy and it kills me. 
like he not to body shame, but like he's so awkward he's and it's a so bully. He is oh such a bully. You be mean to him all you want. He is so mean to his girlfriend or what's her name? Rose, is it? Fiance. Yeah, well, they're not together anymore. I used to love 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> that was so interesting. <laughs> I love that shit. I love trash TV. Okay. I love Hell it. Yeah. Oh, 90 Day Fiance. I used to love Sister Wives. I used I to love, love oh no, you know what I love? Say yes to the dress. I still I love, love to say yes to the, the dress. dress. It's so good. I just love to see people cry. Oh. <laughs> Is that fucked up? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little. Is that why we're friends? Because I cry a lot. Yeah. I love to see you cry. Like people oh make fun God. of like Kim Kardashian and her ugly cry face. Like that's what I love about you. <laughs> like I had no Botox in my face. I don't look anything like that when I cry. Yes, you do. It's so funny. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Oh my God. It's hilarious. You know know how Joey decides to get a new walk? I'm going to decide to get a new cry face. A new walk? (gasps) Yeah. You don't watch Friends. I forgot. Yeah. So one day Joey's like, I think I need a new walk. And then one day Magda was like, I think I need a new cry. You just make yourself have a new cry. You're like, you know what? I'm going to cry more on the left side of my face. I'm going to start with the tears on the left side. Yeah. Anytime I feel like my cry coming on, I'm just going to grab a thing of tape and tape my face up from like the left side. What if your face gets stuck like that? Perfect. My plan worked. (laughs) Botox not (laughs) in. Okay. What were we talking about? Uh, Accommodations. Okay, so after you found where you're staying, um, I think the last final thing is to kind of plan what you're going to be doing. Um, And I am a huge believer, uh, do not spend your money on tours. No! Don't Don't buy tours! Don't do it. Nope. No, they're so expensive. They're not worth it. All you do, so there's like there's okay there's like six main like big global tour companies and like no shade to them but like I'll rattle them off here so like there's Kentucky which is Kentucky is just like 18 18 to 21 year olds who want to party and sleep together on these trips to Europe that they go on and spend all of their money because these flights it doesn't include flights these tours so like they spend all of their money so like Kentucky I basically used to sell it like the trip that you want to party on you want to party through Europe okay don't spend your money on that and then there's um like the older people ones like Trafalgar or like any of the cruise ones and then oh, what's the other one it starts with a T I want to say Trivago but it's definitely not Trivago <laughs> nah it's not Trivago there's another one that's like like it starts with a T and it like is aimed towards people who are like 25, 26, 27, like up to like 30. And like that one is like a little more drinky. Yeah. Like our age, like the older, like distinguished 20 year olds. And they're like geared like more towards, Oh, you're going to like see some stuff and like, we'll go for like a wine tour. Like, they're still like drinking and like a little bit of partying but it's more like you're gonna actually see shit that you're spending five grand on so like yeah. i appreciate that more what is it called oh top deck it's called top deck that's what it's called oh it was gonna bug me if i could remember it but yeah so like don't like it sounds great but like honestly it includes your breakfast and some lunches 
or some dinners, not all of them, but it usually includes your breakfast. It includes some entrances into some things that they're doing. And then there are extras. Like if you want to go on like a canal boat ride in Venice, you have to pay extra for that. It's not included. Um, Your bus is included, which is fine. You stay in hostels for the most part. So I mean like you're getting chipped, my friends. Um, It doesn't include your airfare. You have to tip at the end of it. Like, it's just such a ripoff. And for the most part, you go for, like, 10 days, and it's, like, three and a half grand. Yeah, it's so Like, it's it's such a ripoff. Whereas, like, you can fly to London, $700 for most places in Canada. You can stay at a hostel for, let's say, like, $500 Canadian for the week. And if you want to do a fucking tour, there's walking tours from literally everywhere. You tip 10 pounds at the end. Done. There's your tour. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you know more about Trafalgar Square. Like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't spend any of my money on any of the tours. If you are really interested in the tours, then I would just like Google them and see what they entail, and then personally go and do it on your own. You're gonna save so much money, and I feel like you're actually gonna go and be able to explore on your own, experience you know the city on your own. Um, half the fun is just like exploring and doing your own thing, isn't it? Like. But okay, so, like you just walk into random things. Yeah. No, you just like fall into things. You don't do that when on, you're on a tour. Also, I forgot to mention the worst part of a tour. They all make you get up at 8 a.m. Breakfast is at 8 a.m. every single day. Now, if you're the type of person that wants to get up every morning at like the crack of dawn on your trip, great. That's fine for you. I'm also like that. I want to get up and going by 9.30. However, I don't want some tour guide who's the same age as me telling me to get up for breakfast at 8 a.m. If I wanted that, I would live with my parents. I don't want that when I'm paying $3,500 to be somewhere, you know, especially if they're making you drink the night before. So that's the worst you part. You want to do things on your own terms. Exactly. You're an adult. You're going to Italy. Why do you want somebody telling you to get up early? What's the point? Stay home then. <laughs> like it blows my mind the people that want to go on these on these tours it blows my mind don't get me wrong if you want to do it if you have a hard-on for Kentucky tours great that's exciting for you I'm proud of you good job but please somebody explain to me why <laughs> just somebody give me one good reason why you think it gives you value to spend this much money on a tour you can make and do by yourself probably better Oh my God, this really grinds your gears, doesn't it? This is my rant. This is my rant. (laughs) Welcome to Lisa's TED Talk. Oh my God, this is my TED Talk. This is, oh, this was the biggest thing about being a travel agent is people would come in and they'd be like, I want to go on this tour. And I want to go to London and I want to go to Amsterdam and I want to go to Italy, but I want to combine it all into seven days and I want to spend $2,000. And I was like, okay, well, you can't like that like impossible it's not gonna happen they'd be like what about a tour and I'm like okay you go on a tour congratulations your two thousand dollars just bopped right up to eight like you are have... making commission money today it's so crazy. you must have been the worst travel agent ever someone comes to you with like hopes and dreams and wants to go travel and see the outside world and you're like no bitch don't do it no I was a great travel agent top three every month making bank Going nowhere because I was too busy working 80-hour work weeks, ticketing <laughs> flights, 
dealing with people in other countries, calling airlines in fucking Hong Kong all the time, dealing with United Airlines, which is a nightmare and a half to deal with, and making no money. But you're right. I got to make people's dreams come true. I sent families to Disneyland over Christmas. I sent parents to go see their child get married in Mexico. I sent people to go get engaged in Italy. It was amazing. I loved it. It was a dream job. It just didn't pay anything and was actually very stressful. So, yeah. (laughs) To kind of expand on what we were saying before, like you want to do things on your own terms. Um, As I was kind of saying before, like, when you're with a tour and like following, you know, their directions and all that, you don't really get to explore and kind of like, you know, do your own thing. And me and Lisa have a very interesting story of when we were in Paris. Oh, Paris. Yeah. This is why I don't know if I'll let my child go on a trip I by themselves know. at 18. <laughs> so, so what had happened was that um, me and Lisa did not book any tours or anything like that. We decided to go explore the Moulin Rouge because, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Moulin Rouge. I love all types of Moulin Rouge and boobies and nice feather tails. <laughs> boobies. <laughs> Just throw that in there. I, yeah. So we decided to walk from our hostel to the Moulin Rouge, which um, everything in Europe seems in such close proximity. Everything seems so close when in reality it is not. So I had, convinced, yeah, I had convinced Lisa that we do not need to take um, transit to get to the Moulin Rouge from our hostel. So we decided to walk. Big mistake. I think it was over a two-hour walk. However... The good they thing about wanted us steps in. Yeah, as we were walking, we stumbled upon this massive music festival that was happening in the middle of the road. So that was a great experience. If we were in a tour, we would have never experienced that. It was so cool. I I loved the music, the culture. Everyone was singing and dancing, and the food um, was amazing, and the drinks were were flowing. Um, yeah. However something kind of bad happened and the more I think about it now the more um the more we were in like a taken situation at one point while we were walking this man started to follow us um and he kept grabbing my arm and like pulling me away and me and Lisa thought it was the funniest thing ever I don't know why we thought this was so funny because we're dumb (laughs) this man trailed us for a while like I'm sure for at least 20 minutes he started trailing us and then like he kept grabbing my arm thankfully there's a McDonald's on every fucking block in the world we decided to skip into the McDonald's and ran into the woman's bathroom and hid in a stall while he stood outside the stall trying to get us out to come dance with him no man (laughs) he trailed us for over 20 minutes if he really wanted to dance he could have just found any other girl he trailed us for over 20 minutes and then followed us into the mcdonald's bathroom and stood outside our stall while we were having a giggle fest like i never laughed so hard in my life yeah and to be honest or not honest but to be clear we weren't drunk we were like sober. Yeah. We were just dumb. I thought this was so funny. Oh my God, this man is following us. He wants to dance with us. Now, looking back at like being the age of like people like who have children, yeah. we're so dumb. But stupid. also, like, really funny 
because like I love that our safe space was McDonald's. <laughs> I know. But like this was what Taken was made out of. And I don't think Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson would be coming to save our asses at this point. No. He's already no. saved his, his like girl. Our Liam Neeson like equivalent is like your stepdad. And like don't get me wrong, he's got a very scary Eastern European accent, but he's not saving us. <laughs> no. It's no, not he, happening. He would literally pick up the phone and be like, I'm I am not negotiating with terrorists and that then is, turn off the phone. That is the worst Polish accent I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. That wasn't even Polish. That was like Brazilian. Like what was that? I know a Brazilian accent. I'm going to add that to my resume. Your Brazilian accent. Tell me what they speak in Brazil and then you can add it to your to your resume. Uh, oh, what'd you say? Portuguese. Oh, Portuguese. You got it correct. Okay. So that little story was probably not the greatest. However, like... It was cool that we got to experience the music festival. Um, <laughs> but- it's cool we got to experience a Taken scene. <laughs> no. The only thing I would have loved to experience is if I got to meet Liam. Like, that's the only thing. That would have been cool. But, like, not in this scary kidnap situation, no. <laughs> no. But, okay. So, I guess using that story, it does not matter how much money you save. The number one priority is safety. Yes. Safety, safety, safety. Um, It's nice to save a couple bucks here and there, but if you can guarantee your safety, make sure that if you are finding good, cheap accommodation, it is in a good neighborhood where you feel safe. If you are traveling to a location, make sure you check um, the safety travel um, suggestions. No? Like, through the government? Yeah, through the government. Just make sure that you're safe. Like, any country you're traveling to, you you know what you're getting yourself into. Same thing with the hotel. Make sure it's in a good neighborhood or at least in, like, a, a reviewed property. Like, just make sure you are safe. Um, also, if you are traveling in a group, even by yourself, I would recommend having a phone. Yes. At least one person with an active phone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, also, I, I love that earlier you called me Mama Lisa, and you're like, "You need to be safety." We're both moms here. Yeah. Just, just make sure that someone has a phone, and just that um, give someone all the information of like what your accom- accommodations will be. Like, give the phone number to the hotel or hostel or wherever you're staying to. Like, let's say your friends back home or your family. Um, Make sure that you have some type of access to the internet so you can check in back home. Be like, hey, I'm okay. I have lived to to see another day. Yeah. Also, like, if you guys aren't experienced travelers, so, like, there's a few huge things that you really need to do, especially if you're going somewhere that you're not sure that your luggage and stuff is going to be secure. What I always do is I make a photocopy of my passport and I make sure, or a few copies usually, I make sure I keep a copy in my luggage, in my wallet, and I usually take a picture of my passport also on my phone, just in case it gets lost and you have to go to the embassy of your origin, originating, oh my god, I can't speak English, originating country wherever you are. So like, for example, we'd have to go to the Canadian embassy if we mm-hmm. lost our passport. 
so you have proof so they can look up like your passport number everything like that that's huge like make sure you have that I also make sure that I have my ID and I also take a picture of my social insurance number on my phone just in case I put it in like a locked like folder guys but like just in case you lose anything and you have to contact the government your government always needs like your SIN number or social insurance number whatever it's called in your country so make sure that you either know it off the top of your head or you have some kind of um photo of it like don't lose it but like make sure you have something that'll help you in case you lose all your documents wow i learned something today you don't do I'm, that i'm recording a podcast with you and i've learned something no i like, never do that i always do that i always have a photo and i always have another copy in my suitcase no but but to be fair i don't have photos of it but you have photos of my documents so i know i'm safe I know yeah. it's great. It's great when I have to check in for our flights because I always check in for our flights. Yeah, Lisa always it's checks in for her, her flights, so she already I'm has so a copy old. of she has a copy of all my information. So maybe that's why I don't. It would be so easy to steal Meg's identity if I was her. Like honestly, I've got a copy of her passport. I've got her social insurance number. I know her address. I know her parents' names. Okay, like, but I you, literally know everything. But do you actually want to steal my identity? I don't think no, so. No, bitch. I don't want to be you. I yeah, no, I didn't think so. You got more debt than I do. I'm good. <laughs> Very true. Also, Let's hope this podcast works out. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm still going to be out of debt first. Suck it. Like... <laughs> I can't even fight you with that because it's the truth. I know. That's the only thing I'm blessed with is not very much debt. Until I'm done stu- school and then I'll have a lot of student loans. But I think even still then I'm still good. No, you're you're like half a million dollars less than me. Hashtag blessed. This is what happens when you don't get eight credit cards. Mm. I don't have eight. I have five. Oh, sorry. I have two. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to our Travel Budget Podcast. I'm so excited that you were able to listen to all of our ranting and ideas and places that we want to go. And I don't know, just everything. Thank you so much for listening. We're super excited (laughs) to have you here. Um, If you want to uh, connect with us more, you can check us out on Instagram at foods.dudes.moods. You send us a DM. Let us know where you want to go next. Uh, where you've been or any really interesting or budget-friendly things that you like to do on trips. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, maybe send us a question. We'll might add it onto one of our podcasts. We want to do a question and answer podcast in the future. So we want to accumulate more questions. If you have a question about either of us, then that's too, because we love answering questions about ourselves because we're a little bit narcissistic. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> thank you for listening. Hope you guys are having a great whatever time it is. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.